You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen and learn from our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on the radio show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of our program. Last month, we delivered over 37,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions. If you'd like to learn more, contact Rose Chamora at 951 515-4661. 515-4661. All right, as I told you at the top of the show and right before the break, Kenneth Wills is the president of New Prospects Contact Center, and he's our guest. Ken, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on, Rick. I appreciate it. Let's talk a little bit about you before we talk about um, New Prospect. What is your background when experience? Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because uh, I was originally going to go the aviation route. I've been flying airplanes since I was, well, 16 years old. Uh, then, you know, things changed a little bit, and uh, after college, I uh, went into a family business, and uh, long story short, we wound up in the call center business because uh, through this staffing business that we have, we developed an outbound appointment setting room, and uh, when that staffing business was sold i uh opted not to to go the route of of staying with the new owners wanted to uh take our talents and skills and apply them to folks uh that may have a a similar need and thus was born new prospect contact center you got it all right how did you come up with the name you know it's very interesting my dad helped me out with that i I was thinking of a good name for this business Uh, as i mentioned before it's a family-owned business and uh when thinking of the name, he said, well, you know, really what you're out there doing is you're looking for a new prospect. You're, you're, you're making calls. You're calling the business community. You're really seeking out that new prospect, and hence the name was born. So let's talk about New Prospect Contact Center. And in the spirit of full disclosure, I'd like everyone to know that I am a client of Ken's firm. I have been a client of Ken's firm since... 2009, and I'm exceedingly satisfied and find them to be exceptional in the work that they do for my firm, Critical Mass for Business. So, Ken, talk to our audience about what you do and why people like me and other companies around the country select your firm to do new prospect, you know, for the things that you do for them. Yeah, back in uh, early 2000, 2001, about that time frame, We moved into this business, and what we realized was that when you get into the appointment setting business, uh, one of the things that was missing that a lot of our competitors did not have was the ability to record the actual appointment setting process. And what that did was it it served as a validator, a validation process, if you will, to uh, take away any anxiety that the appointment may not be a legitimate a legitimate appointment, and uh, that was uh, something that really differentiated us from the competition. Lo and behold, it didn't take long before others started to uh, follow our lead there, and uh, that was something that really set us apart. And some of the other things that set us apart were uh, remote agents. I mean, we were 
on the cusp of that back in about 2005 we started utilizing remote agents and we've had a lot of success with that because uh people that are wanting to work from home and not all of us do and i'm, I'm actually one of those that does it i like to go into the office but it creates a satisfied happy employee somebody that's really engaged and i think that's what we're all after is to uh, get employees that are really engaged, really enjoying what they do, and we found that the, the remote agent process really worked well for us there. And there's several other things as well, but those are two things that I highlight as been, uh, being a, a, a major part of our success. You know, as you were talking about that, Ken, I think back to 2009 in the summer of 2009 when I was vetting different companies that I could use, and I'm here on the West Coast, and you're on the East Coast, and you're in the Southeast, and I'm in the Southwest, and, you know, that that was a risk point for me, I thought, because, you know, I, you know, you were so far away. But the technology that you were using at that time, both the recording of the calls, but you also have very detailed logs that can be you know, that I could verify, because, you know, how do you really know the person is spending the hours that you, that you're paying for? And you gave, you gave me the best value equation that I thought um, of all the companies that I looked at. And frankly, I did a national search, right? That's how I found you on the East Coast. I looked at Midwest and also West Coast companies, and I looked at quite a few of them. Uh, but I'm a solopreneur. So what other type of firms do you find use your company, stay with your firm, kind of grow with you, and continue to use your services as they scale their business, Ken? Well, we work with all ranges of, of, uh, of companies with regards to size. I mean, we work with uh, Fortune 500 companies all the way down to, to you know very small entities. And I think one of the things that has set us apart from some of our competition has been the ability to, uh, to be able to work in that kind of model, that kind of environment. So... Uh, Fortune 500 companies are really no different uh, than smaller companies in the sense that, uh, you know, many of the of the Fortune 5 companies, it's it's many companies under one roof, and they have budgets and everything else. So uh, the ability to be able to work with um, with a, a wide variety of, of, of entities, and uh, every one of them has their own unique need. And uh, we've been able to fulfill those needs and, and provide a service that is uh, accommodating to what they're out to do, and that is to uh, generate more business or promote ideas or increase awareness or take surveys, uh, just a whole multitude of, uh, of anything that involves a contact, whether that be, be an outbound phone call, an inbound phone call, a, a web chat, an email response, uh, we're really about connecting and making that contact with our customer's customer, if you will. So that, that has been uh, very successful for us to, to be able to, to handle this wide array of, of different types of entities and different sizes. I have about four minutes before our next commercial break, and I wanted to ask you, you know, all the different experiences that you've had and kind of the lessons that you've learned in business as an entrepreneur and a business owner and growing your firm – do you have a guiding principle, kind of an overarching philosophy or belief system, Ken, that you could share with our audience here today on the radio program? Absolutely. It's a clear one for me, and that is understanding clients' expectations. Really nailing that down is a crucial part of success for us. Uh, you know, everybody has expectations. Sometimes they're very verbal. Uh, they're very um, overt or, or uh, 
not so clear, uh, but uh, understanding and really nailing down what a client's expectations are and what they want to see is very important for this process to work. And if there's any one thing that I could put my finger on, it would be getting those expectations nailed down and then uh, either agreeing to them or modifying them and then meeting and hopefully exceeding them. Thank you. I, I wanted to ask about uh, your, the scale of your business at this point. Um, roughly, how large are you as far as employee population? We've got about 105, I think it's actually 107 uh, employees right now. And, uh, you know, that kind of goes up and down. Since we are a, uh, an inbound call center as well, uh, we take on seasonal business, and there are companies that may have promotions they're running and so forth. And so it really floats anywhere in between 85 and 110 employees on average. You know, my direct experience with you is that you have very, uh, maybe it's maybe it's a skewed perspective, but you have long-term employees. I can think of the, the two primary people that I work with, uh, Wendy Sumner and Kathleen Shepard. They've been there since the beginning with me, and Kathleen uh, has really learned my business and become an, a, real, a true extension of my company. As a matter of fact, here I am in Southern California, and when she helps me to schedule guests for appointments and, and conferences, many times over the years they've asked me if they're going to meet Kathleen that day at the conference, not even somewhat recognizing that she's not in Southern California. Is your length of service room, is that typical for the employees that work for you? You know, that is music to my ears, Rick. Uh, it, it, that is something I love to hear. And you know, yes, there is that group of folks that have been with us for a long time and, and that will continue to be with us. We try to reach out to various demographics. Uh, uh, we Anything from folks that are retired from full-time careers that, you know, want to keep themselves busy, as is the case with Kathleen. Very intelligent person, extremely engaged, but takes a ton of ownership into the program. And, uh, you know, that's, that's something that we look for. We look for people who are, who, are, who are wanting more than just a, you know, what I call a disposable job. You know, you just go from one job to the other. It's really not the type of individual we're looking for. Uh, Kathleen is representative of a lot of our employees, a lot of our agents, in, in that there's just a ton of dedication and, and true uh, engagement with what they're doing. All right, we're talking with Kenneth Wills. He's president of New Prospect Contact Center, and we're going to take our third and final commercial break. When we come back, I'm going to ask you to share a little bit more about the business, the opportunities that are ahead of you, and what do you see for the future with your firm, and maybe uh, the question that many of us have about the kind of role that you play for us, outbound telemarketing and call center activity, how that has changed with the technology and trying to reach those top decision makers. So, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to miss the next segment with Ken Wills. We'll be back after these words from our commercial sponsors. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top 10 universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. 
Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Ken Wills, president of New Prospect Contact Center, is our guest. I want to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 12,000 shows during the last 30 days. And we at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live on Internet radio station octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from iTunes, Stitcher, our newest site, Spreaker, which is spelled S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com, and other business-oriented podcasting services. Ken, let's start with a question that I'm curious about. Your business, from my perception, has gotten more difficult over time because technology has enabled people that we try to reach through canvassing and calling to be ever harder to reach. What is your experience, and what is your company doing to to be able to return the kind of results to your clients that they're hoping to get from their call activity when it's outbound in, ba- in nature? Well, mainly that is hitting the client uh, with something that they may be interested in. You know, if I try to, to take a ballpoint pen and and sell it to uh, an executive at, a, at an inflated price, I'm probably not going to get a return call. Uh, but if I am able to articulate very quickly, uh, some of the advantages of the product or service that we are canvassing, then, you know, it could spark some interest. And that's really what we set out to do. There's a lot of work that goes into identifying those types of contacts that are really um, people that have a need for what it is that you're that you're promoting and if you can do the front end work and identify those folks and then hit them up with uh, you know a couple of bullet points that may spark some interest you'll probably get a return call back as a matter of fact uh, we have had a lot of success there uh, it's no myth that uh, you're going to get a lot of voicemails when you make calls and utilizing the, um, the voicemail to your favor, you know, utilizing that as a tool can be very beneficial. Otherwise, you know, if you don't do your homework and you, you really don't plan that out, then you're just wasting time. And that has been something that has been very successful for us is to just do the front end work, identify 
folks that would have the need, hit them with a few great bullet points. They'll call you back. You know, Ken, um, for any of us who have had the pleasure of managing a call center, maybe inside, you know, a captive call center inside of a company, it, it can be a very high burnout job. It can be a job that is very challenging for the employees who are asked to do that because of all the things you just talked about, you know, the voicemails and, you know, people aren't always as pleasant as you would like them to be when you're calling them kind of unsolicited, etc. You must... That leads me to believe when I add that factor to your tenure and the and the and this and the way you're able to maintain your workforce, you must first of all hire. You must have a process for knowing who the right kind of people are that will find you know excitement in that job, and then you must also do things to keep their morale up and keep them enthusiastic. Can can you talk about both your hiring philosophy and then also sort of how you how you treat your employees to keep them kind of engaged? Sure, absolutely. And, you know, that's a great question. And one of the challenges that we face is how do you keep people motivated? And a lot of it goes back to the selection process, to the hiring process. You know, we're looking for folks who, you know, they're, they're genuinely uh, interested in, in doing something that has some merit to it, something that uh, is worthwhile, if you will. And what we find is, is that if we find people like Kathleen, who has uh, done some work for you, as you mentioned previously, they, they, they get a lot of um, satisfaction when they set that appointment, when they make that contact. And so finding a person that is self-motivated is half the battle. And uh, I, I think I speak for a lot of employers when I make that statement. You know, get, find those folks that uh, are self-motivated, uh, is is a, is just a big big deal for us, and and we've had a lot of luck at that. And as I mentioned before, I come from a staffing background. You know, I graduated from uh, college in 1994, and spent from 1994 until 2000 in the staffing business. So, in that vertical, I was able to learn a lot of things about how to find the right people, and and what are some of those triggers that uh, you look for, and and aspects that you look for, and it's been a it's been a a, a major uh, helped us be, you know, really leap forward into finding the, the right people the first time. What percentage of your workforce are virtual versus that come to your facility? It's about thirty five percent that are virtual, and the uh, balance are inside the facility. And it, you know that fluctuates a little bit, uh, you know, plus or minus five points here and there. We want to really move that into a, uh, about a 50-50 ratio because we do find that, that those folks that are working from home and want to work from home are super engaged. And one of the other things that we like to do, too, is, is give them flexibility with their schedule. You know, time off is a, is a big deal with a lot of people, and I can understand why. Uh, so we really work with, with scheduling and, and trying to meet the needs of our agents as well as our customers. What's the future hold for your firm? Where do you, where do you want to take it? Are you, uh, it sounds like you still have growth ambitions, even though 100-plus employees that swell when you have special projects. That's, that's a lot of payroll. That's a lot of work and people to lead and manage. But what's the future hold for you and your firm, Ken? It's a great question, and one of the ways that we are going to be taking the company in the future is to create strategic alliances with other call centers that uh, 
have various skills, very specialized skills, and we're underway right now with this process to uh, to develop those relationships. As a matter of fact, we already have several, so that um, you know, if, if a customer comes to us and they have a specific need, and we may not be experts at that you know particular task, but there could be a partner of ours that is, you know, working together and creating a one point uh, contact but yet having your your services fulfilled by others that are legitimate and and uh, above board you know that's really important to us obviously and uh, that's one of the ways that we're taking our company but another way is just to continue to strategically grow the company we're not out to to just put as many people in seats as we can there's a lot of companies that do that and and there's no problem with that if that's their model but ours is to uh, is to control it and to uh, leverage other partners that that may have a skill set that we don't. Are there any special industries or specific areas that you focus on with your firm? We have primarily on the outbound business to business side. We don't do uh, never have uh, conducted any type of, of business to consumer programs. On the business to business side, we have. Focus primarily on the healthcare, automotive uh, verticals primarily, and then also, you know, there are, are a variety of other types of verticals that, uh, you know, that we will work with as long as we have a customer that has a, a product or service that has value. That is really what's the most important to us. You know, occasionally we get folks that come through, they're very, very excited about their idea. Uh, about their product, their service, and uh, it may be something that, you know, the general audience that they want us to contact may not have a, a high interest level. We we try to work with them on those expectations, and uh, and many times we'll decline those opportunities because they, they're really not an opportunity in, in the sense that people don't want to be, their time is valuable. So, you know, if you're going to call them out of the blue, Give them something that they can sink their teeth into. Give them something that's going to meet a need that they may have. So, Ken, this may be an unfair question, but when was the last time you sat in a cubicle with a headset on and made some outbound calls just to see what it's like? Oh, geez, my my agents would have a field day with this one. It has been, you know, actually not too long. I would say within the past year, okay, I have uh, made a call or taken a call, but um, uh, but I still have it in me, though, Rick. I could still get on there and I could still bang it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's say someone wants to learn more about your firm. How do they find you online, Ken? They can find us at www.npcontactcenter.com. That's NP November uh, Papa dot or uh, November Papa Contact Center dot com. Um, or they could also just give me a call personally. My uh, direct extension uh, is eight six six eight four four five zero nine five. You've been a fun guest. I've been looking forward to having you on the show since we knew that you were going to be a guest. I want to thank you for giving of your time. I know it's three hours ahead there, and you know you got other things going on. But uh, I again uh, want to put the critical mass seal of approval on this firm. They have been outstanding in everything I've asked them to do over the well five go, you know five years that we've been together, going on six. I really 
value your strategic partner of mine, and um, much of the success that we've had it can be attributed to your to to the work that your people have done on my behalf. So thanks for being a friend of the program, and thanks for being a part of our community here at Critical Mass. And Rick, I want to say thank you as well. We certainly appreciate your business, but also the opportunity to uh, to have a chance to speak with you and and have your listeners uh, hear about some of the uh, some of the things that we work with in the in the call center business, and uh, and we just appreciate you having us on tonight. You have a good time, and uh, thank you again for your time on the radio show, Ken. All right. Thank you, Rick, and have a good evening. I will. Thank you. You too. All right. I hope that uh, you, as our listening audience of CEOs of middle market firms, found both of our guests today engaging and interesting and possibly something you've learned from them that you can use in your business. This show is brought to you by our commercial advertisers, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and Center Club of Costa Mesa. Our engineer for today is Paul Roberts. Crystal Nunley is our producer. Kathleen Shepard is our guest coordinator. You may have heard her name just previously when I was talking to Ken Wills. Our social media manager is Asia Celestino, and our live events coordinator is Melissa Padani. And our VP of Sales is Rose Chamora. I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about Critical Mass for Business, or maybe you want to refer a guest, or possibly advertise on our radio show, or become one of our CEO peer group members, visit criticalmass4forbusiness.com. And until the next show, I hope all of your decisions move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 